Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. Yeah, we talking about 6 9 That ain't no fresher fiasco. Ain't nothing. <laughs> I'm saying we ain't really got much, so we can right. touch on it. Yeah, we'll touch on a few things, man. We just... Might be one of them episodes. It is what it is. They they all can't be uh, five star. This is true. Frog splashes off um, the top rope. Motherfucking <laughs> 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 Macho Man, Randy Savage elbows every week. Sorry, not every episode going to be a classic, fellas. This just might. I mean, people, this just might be one of them trash episodes. Ooh. And I don't care because I feel like crap, man. You do? I do. What's wrong with you? Mm. Buying that mall. Malls are first filthy, bro. They are. I think my hip is feeling like it felt crazy, but. I don't know. Damn, nigga, that you came said from your hip. My hip, my hip, my hip, my hip. That age, baby. But yeah. I am still tired from them all. I think we got there like one and we left at like four. I haven't done that in so long. Man, you went the you went to Franklin or Philadelphia Mills, whatever the fuck that shit called now. Yeah, I ain't I ain't did that in so long. It's crazy. Ain't no little baby ass mom. <laughs> right. And the funny Damn. thing about that was the side we parked on in the store my daughter wanted to go the in was on the <laughs> opposite side. You should have just got in the car and drove the fuck around. <laughs> Yeah, That's the funny. entire opposite side. What's this episode one fifty three? Fifty three, fifty three. Episode one fifty three. This nigga said he don't like my flex ten AKA. That don't mean you should stop using it. I might be hating because a bitch didn't dub me with a name, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't need to be dubbed. You ready to get rolling? Yep. A lot of traffic you had today, man. Thank you. Keep Starbucks open on a Sunday. Right. Here it is. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Fresco. Sir Fresco, fame of House Fresh. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous. That's B I N Famous. And on Instagram at Fresco Fame. You dig? I think I changed my name on Twitter to Fresco Fame, too. But I think I'm going to like lose like all my mentions or some shit like that. You got You can't be afraid know. to change, man. Just, just, just do it. If that's what you want to do, don't worry about the past. What you afraid? You want to miss out on old tweets or something? Like what you? I'm not afraid of anything. I just didn't want to go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> not afraid at all. I just it's, go. And it's your boy Flaw Seven Hundred, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Cigar. Oh, aka your boy Dumb Some Good. Oh, uh. bitch. A.K.A. Flex Flexington in the building. And we Extra are, emphasis, huh? Okay. Yes. And we are Kelly Drake's favorite podcast, the Podcast Brothers. And this is episode 153. 153. 153. Sorry for my absence last week. Sometimes brothers just need a break, man. That's it. I'm tired too, fam. I feel like crap. I get, I get tired of driving down up and down 295, dog. That mm-hmm. shit is annoying. That shit is very annoying. Mm. I believe it. I drove up and down that motherfucker six times the other day, back and forth. 
What was that about? What was what about? Driving back and forth. I, mean, I just needed. I just had shit to do, and um, the last one was a personal choice. I went on a late. All right, fuck it. I went on a late night re- weed run. All right, <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> I was gonna make it sound real good, dress it up, but nope. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, you know, the last one was a personal choice for some personal items. <laughs> fuck it. I went on a weed run. All right, fucking sue me. I had to do it, man. I couldn't sleep. It was already late. I said, you know what? I'm making that fucking move, and I made it. Shout out to the plug for being up. At all hours You need to be The money calls Money don't sleep yep. And neither should you Even if you were asleep Say no I was not asleep Was good <laughs> Right You always gotta pull that off Was right. you asleep? Nah I wasn't and asleep Yes you was But anyway nah, I'm about what's to up, through. What you need <laughs> What's up with the what's up Cause you don't want that To be on something You sleep? Yeah I'm sleep Oh nah it's good We cool Nah man what's up Now you nah, sleep I want to say we cool anyway I'm like you sleep I'm like anyway Fuck it nigga I'm about to come through <laughs> So you only got one plug One, one connect One Nah man It's a plethora But I don't know, man. I think all these niggas be out at the same time or some shit. Like, cause sometimes when when ain't nobody got it, nigga, ain't nobody got it. Mm. What the fuck? It's a drought everywhere. What's happening? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Y'all, y'all niggas cop from the same nigga. I don't know, but it's rare. But you know, sometimes through dedication to hard work, you'll find an available weed, man. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, we back. We had a little, we had to break real quick, a um, little bit of miscommunication. Now, where were we? I think Not we were just. part, but. I, I think we were we, just about to get into like our week, I guess. My week was regular. Training at work sucks ass when you're in the classroom for 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's torture, but it is what it is. So that was my week, really. Just uh, it's a regular week, man. It's real chill shit. Got to spend some time with my son. Regular degular. I could go. I wanted to tell a story, but I don't feel comfortable telling a story. Not just yet because it's still fresh. So catch me on a later date and remind me of this time I said this and I'll tell that particular fucking story. Huh, but you were going to bring it up just not to tell it. You got this all on our seats now, on the edge of our seats. Yeah, that's the mark of a good storyteller. I always leave you motherfuckers want more, man. Mm. <laughs> and I ain't even tell a <laughs> story. You ain't even yet. tell a story. <laughs> All right, so my week, my week was, um, so I made the big jump, man. Whoa, whoa. I'm no longer employed. Oh, I thought you was talking about a, a ring. No. A who, nigga? No. No, I'm no longer employed. I decided to gamble on myself. Um, so I'm out here doing my thing, doing my real estate thing, doing my podcast thing. Wish your boy luck. One thing I have noticed that is when you're not really working on a schedule, you tend to lose track of time. You lose track of dates. You just lose track of time. You know, when you're at work, you know what time it is. You know what day it is. It's more structured. Now, track of that shit too. Now, days are fly. And you be like, yo, what's today? What's the time? I really didn't get done what I wanted to get done because everything is off. So it's going to take some adjusting period. It's going to take an adjusting period. But Mm -hmm. I decided to make that jump, man. I decided to gamble on myself. 
36 years old. Why not? The time is now, if not any. So I just spent all week having meetings, building, um, you know, still doing my workout things. And that's about it. Yeah. That's about it, man. So wish your boy some luck out here in these streets as I try to make a fortune. Maybe you're going to need that. But good luck because that's a good move to make, though. But shit, I wish I could do that shit. It's definitely not for everybody because, you know, people people don't want – everybody uses an excuse. And one of their excuses is they have kids. And – that is a fact. That is true. Because one thing that I'm learning is out here on when you out here and you're doing it like this, insurance is expensive is I don't know what. Mister, when you on scared row, it ain't no, no such, such thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the insurance is going to uh, bleed me. But if I'm out here doing what I'm supposed to do, it'll all work out. So that's the goal. Um, and, you know, as, and also I'm enjoying life. The weather's nice. It's like the end of summer, so it's still like the beginning of fall. Right. So you're still getting them nice sunny days. Right. I'm enjoying we get, we're getting life. the last couple of sunny mm. days that we're going to mm. get for the year. So you niggas best appreciate this shit because fall is creeping up on days and daylight savings time. I truly believe, I think we all should have a 15-year um, work career. I think you should, we should be able to work for, work for 15, 15 years. years. Maybe we could retire. 15, 20 years and you could retire. That would be sweet. Because just the thought of, okay, well, you know, Retirement is 59, 60. No. I mean, unless you are a health freak and you've took care of yourself your entire life, who knows what 60 looks like? Right. Who knows what 60 looks like? And I don't want no parts of that. I don't want to be the one waiting until uh, I'm 60 years old, you know, aching bones, bad back, who knows? Wheelchair. Wheelchair. And then, okay, now I can retire. That's not life. That's not life. And how many times have we taken a week off to go on vacation to come back and be like, shit, <laughs> I here I am, here. I'm back. <laughs> and I can't wait for my next vacation. Vacations, you know what's the fucked up thing about vacations is that dude, you feel like the real you on vacation, mm-hmm. right? You feel like the real you. You can laugh as much as you want, hang out, and just enjoy the fucking time as much as you want. But as soon as that shit is over, <laughs> you got to go right back to uh, putting on your mask. It's like, well, what the fuck is this? And that's what life should be. I feel when you like go Jada, on vacation. I feel like Jada Smith on fucking Karate Kid. <laughs> I want to go home. I hate it here. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's how life should be, man. Or more vacation, less work, whatever. Like, have an option, right? right? So you got the 15-year program or you got the 30-year program. The 30-year program means you're going to work less like three days a week. And then I mean, you got four days off. How would that work, though? 15 years how long? How long your retirement going to last off whatever pension you're able to collect within that time? I think it all should still work out. So even though it might take you a certain amount of years to create a high enough pension for you to live off of that, I think that that we can still do that because it's based on what you put in. I, mm-hmm. I, I believe so. Be aggressive. Put some money in, or hopefully your company got a good payback percentage rate, right, or a match rate, or well. or. Once again, when you put in your 15 years, you should just live free. I don't know. You get a, a senior citizen card or something. I don't know. Like, you qualify for something. And what, I don't want Social Security? You whatever. don't want to live off this Social Security in 2019. You, you ain't going to do it. You don't. But what I'm saying is there has to be something that you get, a right. card. You right. put your time in. You did your job for your your, your job, your community, whatever. About now, I, about, I can live. How about I work 15 years straight and I get to retire and I'm able to still be paid what I was when I was an employee. 
But that I don't think that would for me for I would another for another fifteen years. For me, I wouldn't care, but now I'm thinking about the CEO and the owner and the, or the money man, the money person. Mm-hmm. Like if I was that person, why would I keep paying you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is money it's out my of my contract, man. I did my fifteen years, now you gotta give me my fifteen years. All of this needs to work if it works, if it's fair across the board. That's all I'm saying. Right. So even though I'm saying work for 15 years, of course, I don't want your money to run out in 10. Right. I want us to still be able to live. You know what I'm saying? So if I say- How many people are actually retiring from companies anyway? They probably have a high turnover rate within all those years. Then I actually play. They probably might not even be paying out that many pensions at the end of folks' working career. Because I know something like firefighters, they're, they work three days and then they're all four. Right. Those four days is enough to travel somewhere. I'm going to, to Miami for two days or whatever. I'm going to North yeah, Carolina, I would anywhere. Do, I would literally do that every fucking week yeah. when I was a firefighter. I'm only working three days and I'm all four. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to sit around and wait for a bitch to call me for overtime. <laughs> and so, this, so that's what I mean, like how the firefighters do it. They have a steady pay, and their pay is great for working three hours. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Three days. I mean, three days, my fault. Their pay and their retirement is great, and they just work three days. It's a dangerous-ass three days, though. It is. <laughs> That's the part I'm scared of. But then you do around. got your haters, not your haters, but you got some who like, man, all they do is sit in that joint and do play play cards. And uh, but when that call come through, they they do work. Facts. Like, That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's why I never really thought about being a firefighter because I ain't the bravest motherfucker, man. Mm. I ain't I ain't the type of nigga to be running in the bird the building after people. It's just not my thing. Or fucking. Fuck around and try to investigate investigate a gas leak or some shit. It's and if, not I'm, me. if I'm correct, I think police officers don't work seven five days a week either. I don't think. I have no idea. To be honest, I with think you. they're on a fir- like a few days and they. Off. I actually know a police officer that I actually wanted to ask him if he wanted to come on the show. I'm gonna hit him up too and see what's up with that. Get an inside scoop on one of Trenton's finest on how these streets is going. That's That'd dope. Cool. That's dope. Let's 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 set that up. Yeah. I know a police officer police officer as well. But yeah. And this is just some of the things as to why you guys should have voted for me for president. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> 15 year work careers. What's that wasn't up? even a part of your campaign. I know, but I would have came up with that two years <laughs> in. <laughs> well, I would have came up with that on the next election. <laughs> you feel me? You better implement that into your campaign. Think about it. It's a good idea. Now that would have won a nigga over 15 year careers mm-hmm. all across the board for all companies. Think about it. You get to retire if you choose to, but you get to keep working if you choose to as well. Think about it, right? Now, let's just say you have a child early at the age of 18. In 15 years, you could retire, right? So now when your kid gets of age, and now you can say, oh, man, I'm ready to get up out of here, depending on how many kids you got and when you had them. Now, flip it. Let's say you want to wait till you're 33 to have kids. You can do that because you're now retired. So now you don't have to pay child. You don't have to pay daycare. You don't have to pay none of that stuff. You can take the, you can drop the kids off. You can drop, pick them up from school. You can do all that stuff that we can't do because we have to work. And then you got to ask the boss man or the boss woman, hey, my kid's sick. Do you mind if I leave work? And they got to give you this attitude because the numbers oh, what a, are due. <laughs> well, business need says that we need 44 employees. And <laughs> if you leave, that'll be 43. So that's below our service level. So we can't. Let, can't me, agree let me go talk to my boss first. Meanwhile, your kid right. <laughs> is down there, got the shakes in the hospital, and that you does can't sound leave. Good. I would, I would like to be a part of some shit like that. But um, yeah, man, at this rate, niggas gonna be like sixty five when they retire. So. <laughs> I think that me 65. personally, even you, we're caught in that transitional period. 
to where when we were growing up, they said, hey, work until you're certain such such and such age, and you'll get Who the fuck talking to Siri? We, we being spied on. 6ix9ine. <laughs> Takashi 6ix9ine. God damn. They spied on us. Here, we tapped. Man. The phone is tapped. <laughs> Siri just went off, and I didn't even say nothing. But what was I at? I was basically saying it was about work. It was about kids. It was about something. Oh, yeah. You want to leave work, but you can't because your job needs them numbers. Meanwhile, your kid is on the, you know, the stretcher shaking. Right. You know what I mean? Who knows what's about to happen to him or her? But you can't leave because of your job. They need to make a certain amount of number for the big bosses to get their big bonus. Right. So. Yo, I figured out two businesses that I want to go into for myself. I ain't ready to talk about it yet. Second time you done did that. <laughs> I'm going to keep I got a story them. to tell. I don't want to talk about it I right now. I got a story to tell, but I, I ain't going to tell you This is I want to get into, but I don't want to tell you niggas. Nah. I don't, I'm big on not like leaking too much information or giving away too much before it's any of it is actually in development, because that's how shit end up not getting the fuck done. I talk. You want to know why I talk? Because you just never know who has something for you. I think now, that's a good point. I'm not saying that your way isn't the way that works. Like keep everything a secret, grind on the low. But if you don't have these conversations with nobody, you don't know who can help you. But I do. I do. With people who I think can help. You know what I'm saying? I just I don't know. I'm just not a blabbermouth. I just don't just be running oh, around talking about shit. It's, it's a blabbermouth. Huh? It's a blabbermouth, nigga. It's a blabbermouth. I mean, yeah, bitch, mm. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> nigga talking, you fucking blabbermouth. Just, chatty patty. Yeah, chatty patty ass nigga. Blabbermouth. Fucking fucking gift the gap, all that shit. But um I forgot what I was gonna say. Mm, your turn. It's one of those I forgot what I was gonna say type of days. It is, man. It is. Actually, I'm really, really stoned right now, so pardon me. But anyway, uh what what topics we got, man? Well, the topics we have today is, man, we can definitely talk about... Uh, there's a few things we left out of our week because we wanted to bring it into the topic uh, conversation. Your boys was featured on the cover of Everyday Melanin Magazine. And I said that wrong. Say it again. Say it Everyday me. Melanin Magazine. Yes. Sorry. Everyday Melanin... <laughs> Jesus. Magazine. Shout out to <laughs> Ebony for hosting your boys, man. Also... Shout out to Eb. It's a bunch of... It, it's like dual covers. So yeah. shout out to DJ Big J. Shout out to uh, yes. Big U. Shout, shout out, out to, to Terrell U. Smith. Yeah. And there's so many anymore that was on the cover Um, and we did that man and being in a magazine was one of the things that I really wanted to do when I met Eb at a party that I went to excuse me and she told me that she had a magazine and my eyes lit up I knew I wanted to be part of that I knew that I wanted her I know I wanted us to collaborate some way, somehow. If y'all don't remember who Eb is, she was on the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Episode, where we had a yeah. roundtable discussion, and that was a dope episode. We never did nothing like that. We had like eight, six mics. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It actually turned Full out table. pretty good. Full table of men and women just talking about love and relationships, man. And we definitely need to get back to that. That was a Maybe we'll do a segment. part two of that one with those guys. Yeah, why not? Well, the machine is different. I don't have eight mics. I just have four mic outputs. The other machine I had, you can have like eight people on your show. You can't get no extension cord, no uh, additional plug-in. I don't know because the way that stuff works is if you get an extension and you got two people on one line, it's just everybody's mic presence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if everybody got good well, mic two presence. two people can share one mic. That, that but um, when you switch in mics, you move them, you're liable to get... Feedback and static in the uh, mic. So, just me being you a pro engineer. Yes, fix I, it. I'll be fucking fix it. I'll be listening out for that stuff, man. Like, yo, let the mic sit on a stand. Don't touch them. We can pass it without all on the microphone. All on the mic. I don't like it. Mm-mm. 
Don't like it. We not DJs. But we were on the magazine. We also was out in front of Starbucks. We did a, a video interview. The YouTube video is doing well. Um, so what's your thoughts on like How did you feel when the cover art got released? Um, it was... Uh, it looked dope because when we was doing it, she said that we would um it would have been out in July, you know. I guess it wasn't ready at that time yet, of course. But I didn't ask or nothing like that. I just waited for it to come out. And then when you sent me the picture of it, it was a. Uh, I looked at the picture and I was like, okay, that's the picture that she decided to go with because we took quite a few out in front of Starbucks that day while we was doing the interview and such. So I liked the picture that she chose. And that was the first thing that stuck out to me. It just how clean and detailed it looked. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of fun. It was a dope experience. I feel like it's the first of many, you know what I'm saying, in the uh, uh, very, very near future. But it was a dope experience, and I'm glad that we both was able to, you know what I'm saying, get some um, some experience with that and cross-branding our brand with Everyday Mail in the Magazine. So shout out to Ev for that, man. That's a super-duper Super good motherfucking look, girl. It definitely was dope, and you got a chance. We got a chance to see how it actually works. Like we said, we didn't know what picture was going to get used. Right. But that's what you know. When you're at a photo shoot or a magazine cover, you're going to take so many pictures. So whatever one they decide is the best one is the one they go with. So you just sitting there waiting like, yo, I wonder right. what it's going to look like. And it turned out fabulous. So shout out, shout out to Sun was all in my eye. I was like, damn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, it looked like your gut was big, but I told you, had on, you had, I told no, no, no. That. It was the shadow too, because you had on a black shirt. And it was a dark Yo, shadow fam, right next to you. So that's, that's the first thing I saw because you got to look at the cover art. If you actually look at my arm, then you can see how um, chip, how wavy the black right. part is. So you know that's not my shirt, right? So I had to like squint my eyes to look because I saw that. I definitely looked. I was like, damn, what that nigga <laughs> was blowing that damn stuff. <laughs> I was just, but then I looked close. I was like, oh, matter of fact, nah, that's the shadow because it's kind of on a on a little bit on my face too, and my uh, left side as well. It's a dope pick, but once again, you know, you know how I do. When I take pictures, I make sure I'm straight. Mm-hmm. So I saw it, I said, yo, eh. Of course, you look straight at yourself. I said, eh, oh, I said, eh what happened, baby? I'm bloated. <laughs> look like I'm pregnant. She like, nah, that's a shadow. So I look close, and yes, that is my shadow. So yes, yeah. Flaw 700 do be in the gym. I am not bloated. I don't look pregnant. It's just black. But now that's a lesson learned. I'm not wearing black on a sunny photo shoot because of the way that unless the shadows the unless I'm on the inside but I might stay away from the black it's a good, it's a good uh, observation because you definitely looked a little <laughs> niggas been telling me I've been slimming down you feel me so so for those that, that so for those that have saw it <laughs> your boy ain't fat and for those that won't listen to this podcast and you see me squint your eyes look a little harder <laughs> it gets better <laughs> but it yeah was, it was him it was all there yeah that was that was but shout out to Ed yeah, that, that I was really enjoyed that. That was dope. More to come. That is just the beginning. I have the link in our description. What you do is you're going to cash app um, Ebony um, if you want to if you want to purchase the cover the with your copy. boy. Yeah, you yep. want, you want to purchase the digital copy with your boys on the cover. I'll have the the link in the description. You cash app her, and she will email you uh, the cover and the stories with all of the black men making moves in the city of Trenton. That's what it was about, and I want to touch on that too. Honored to be on that list. Black men making moves. We've been doing the podcast for three long years, going on four. Four be here quickly, and to be honored. Well, we've been honored a few times. Like uh, shout out to Q. Shout out to Q. We've been honored twice by him and, and you know his his platform. Shout out to Laquan. 
Shout out to Laquan. Shout out to, uh, like I said, Ebony for featuring us, even though we were selected. You know, they, she she asked the pub the public who would they like, and we were voted on. So we appreciate the people for acknowledging us. So yeah, that's that, man. Yeah, man, it was a good look. Definitely a good look. We can do the next one too. You feel me? Just let me be a little part of the uh, picture picking process. Help my boy out over here. <laughs> Not only were we selected When did we shoot that in July? Nah that was like June Okay well not only were we selected in June To be a part of this um, magazine We were also selected to host our podcast At Trenton's Fashion Week Oh yeah That's, That's what we did as well this week Shout out to uh, Will Folsky Will Folsky and Trenton Fashion Week Man that was a lot of fun I really enjoyed that Trenton Fashion Week lasted from Monday to Sunday I believe If not Sunday to Sunday Today is the last day Today is the last day and we were, um, like I said, invited because they see what we do. They know that we the voice of the voice of Trenton. We're the podcast brothers, and we were asked to interview fashion designers, vendors, uh, radio hosts, you name it. Anybody that was there, we, we DJs, DJs, other podcasts. We talked to them. Yeah. Um, we did record it. I haven't listened to it yet. Depending on how the audio works, it might be released. It might not. They were actually modeling and the music was playing in the background. So y'all know how that go. Mm-hmm. I would rather not put nothing out than put something put out, out some trash. and then y'all be like, nah, I can't listen to this. I don't want that on my stain. Even though we came on this episode saying this might want to be one of them trash episodes, at least it's an effort. It won't be the audio. Yeah, quality. Yeah, quality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just won't be the quality that, you know what I mean? One thing, that's one thing that I do stand on. I don't put money into my equipment. To have trash quality. Excuse me. But we'll I'll chop that up and I'll get what I can get from it. Now, one of the dope things that I saw from it was we had the chance to interview a little eighteen year old guy, man. He goes to Trent High. He was one of the one of the, one of the designers. designers. What was the name yeah. of his brand? Shameless Shameless Opinion. Shameless Opinion. We talking to him and um, I couldn't help but keep thinking about the shameless LP. Like shameless, like shameless right. LP for J Omega. Yeah, that was fire. Actually, that was a fire. Shout out to J Omega for that LP too. But uh, we asked the, uh, I forgot his name, but the designer of the fashion brand, Shameless Opinion, we were talking to him, 18-year-old kid that goes to Trenton High. When did you want to do your own fashion? He said, when I realized I didn't want to work for nobody. I was tired <laughs> of working for people. Yeah. At 18, 18. had two jobs, two part-time jobs. <laughs> it's like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit no more. Let me get the fucking niching and stitching with these designs. So it was a good design, too. Like the... The color choices, the themes that they were going with, it was for for an eighteen year old kid. I was very very impressed by how he was able to come up with um, a lot of those designs that the models wore on the, on the runway. And I love that to be eighteen and to already know, hey, you know what? I'm not built to work for nobody. Yep. Like I talked about about twenty minutes ago, I'm thirty six and I decided to jump out the window with me and mine. I'm jumping out. So it's never too late, and it's never too early. Right. He must have had a few part time jobs, fast food restaurants. Um. Uh. A clothing store, probably probably worked at a clothing store. store. Sneakers, well, I, or, you know what? Or one of those, or fucking Chuck E. Cheese or some shit. Six Flags, right? You know, Something kid. that'd be like, you know what? You know what man? This Fuck ain't for this. me. Right. I'm, I'm on somebody else's dime. I'm on somebody else's time. Somebody else's and time. somebody else's fucking ordinance. Like I have to behave a certain way because I'm here. Like, yeah, I just want to get high, walk around. That's it. That's all I want to do. And black people, we get a lot of like, we get a lack, we get a knack. We get hit because people claim that we're lazy when we're not. 
and like we the conversation. We just don't want to do what you want us to do. Now, more than likely, we got that job because we needed the money. We don't like doing it. I don't want to show up. I don't want to be here. I don't want to take orders. As soon as I clock in, I'm waiting for it's time to clock out. I just want to get paid, bro. But if you, I swear to you, if you put a black person behind their own brand, it's going to skyrocket. And you're really going to see how passionate they are about what they're doing. Agreed. So this young man probably would have been labeled as trash no matter what job he went to. Right. I'm glad he figured it out. Who's this lazy ass on his man? phone? Excuse me, on sir. his phone. Excuse me, sir. Oh yeah, let me send this text real quick. Hold on, I got you. Hold on. Yo, I had a young girl at McDonald's one time take my order while she was on her phone texting. Damn. Or whatever she was doing. The disrespect. Whatever she. <laughs> um, the lack of attention. Whatever she was doing just could not wait until my little two-minute order. If that, because the order don't take long. I probably was my quarter pounder with cheese meal. This was a few years ago, people. I've changed. I'm kicking the red meat. She was texting? I'm taking your order. Yeah, she well, was before texting. Before she took your order. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, put your phone down and take my order. We also got to understand that this is just the times. Like, I, I remember one time you couldn't have your phone in school. Now they don't care. Right. They don't care. Because nothing you can do. These phones are highly addictive. But back to the fashion show, it was dope. Shout out to all the designers. Shout out to all the vendors. Um, once again, there, there was a vendor there. And I'm so sorry. I can't remember this young lady's name. But Carol? she reti- Was it Carol? No. What Was it the lady that retired? And she took her pension out? Yeah, she, that was Carol. That was Carol. She took her pension out. She retired, and she's selling um, some type of women's accessories. Women accessories, jewelry. yes, and that's what she's doing. Yeah, and one of her things was she was tired of working, mm. but she's like forty ish. Mm, I don't know. I don't want to put it in my fault. <laughs> I got to bleep that out. I don't want to put no numbers on her. I don't know, but she was like thirty five. She was a grown woman. <laughs> she was like thirty five. She's a grown woman who realized at a particular point in her life that she wanted to do what she wanted to do. And she's out doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I actually posted her right on my Instagram after having a conversation with her. I can't remember the name, but I think it was like the, something Phoenix um, that she goes by. She has all the accessories. So when I get the name, I'll let y'all know what it is. But check her out, man. You know what I'm saying? See if y'all like it. She was saying about how she takes pride in, you know, assisting with completing women's look with the type of accessories that she has. We all know accessories can make or break an outfit, you know what I'm saying, especially for a lot of women in regards to, you know, those who are into that lane of fashion. So she can hook you up, man. Check it out. And one thing I do remember her saying was she put she picks out her accessory before her clothes. Before her clothes, yep. So the clothes got to get with the accessories so the clothes can yeah. go. That's how I took it. Now, also, on, at the fashion show, your boy got on stage, man, and did his one two-step. After, uh, yeah, I was. I wasn't scared, but it was just like. You were scared. The pressure. You were scared. I didn't go there for that. What pressure? It's the pressure, man. People no. looking at you. I got on stage, I and I did my walk. I haven't walked in years, man. I like I had all these techniques. The shoes I had on weren't the right shoes. Two years, two minutes before he said, before he decided to go up, he was talking about how. He did it before, and and I did. He, he basically got scared because he had a dead leg, and he just felt like he's gonna fall in front of everybody. Basically, and what I mean about a dead leg is the nerves kick in. It's just like you want to walk cool as hell, this but you realize cool. that one of your legs is dragging. But I was telling the story because all I was saying was I admire everybody that gets up on stage and walks with the smooth strut that they walk with. Because I know when I did it, my nerves was a wreck, a wreck. A wreck. <laughs> That's what you're here for. 
My nerves was a rack. You got them shits up on sale, nigga. It was your clearance, nigga. <laughs> I can sell you my nerves. Y'all don't want those. So I just, I basically, I was just telling people like how hard it was for me. But I got up there. I did my thing. I did my spin. And of came course, back. I laughed at him. Of course, he did. It's what he does. Did you get up there? Nope. Because nope. it's more fun to watch you do it. Absolutely. He recorded me. It's on you IG. Don't, but you don't take leaps of faith in front of people like. What that. do you do? I do that shit all the time, bro. When? I'm a fucking spareheaded leader. When. Huh? When last time I take you charge just, When shit. last time you just did something for the first time or did something when people was watching just spontaneous? Uh, when I was in Miami. What you do? Uh, I was in the middle of the fucking ocean with a life vest on. Um, it was just like like free swim. I never done that shit like that before. Mm. It was dope. I had a life vest on, but it was dope. Like I'm literally in the middle. It's not on the shore, nigga. No, like we were on a boat tour of those expensive ass houses. On Miami Beach in their backyard with the yachts and shit, and I motherfucking anchored and said, "All right, y'all can get out and swim. Mm. Just jump straight the fuck out." That's pretty dope. Also, now that I so now, nigga, whatever. Also, <laughs> so now that I am working for myself, expect more trips, expect more NBA games, expect traveling. You want to go to concerts train. with me, bro? Let's roll. Matter of fact, Mike Epps coming to motherfucking AC on oh, the weekend AC. of the twelfth or the thirteenth. You hate AC? I hate that drive. It's a long drive. I'll drive. Okay. That ain't a long, a long drive. drive. I swear man. to God, it's not. It's straight. Hour and it's, twenty it's just, minutes, something just, like that. An hour and twenty, just straight. That's it. That's the best part. No. You want you want a bunch of turns? That diff, no I don't know if I drive? want turns. I just need a change of scenery. That's like when you drive. Well, when you get there, motherfucker. It's, like, it's like when you're driving through North Carolina and South Carolina. It is like agony because you you feel like you're not moving. When you don't do it all the time. You feel me? Just once in the blue is not that bad. If you do that shit every day, then yes. If you go from that's why I hate going up and down two ninety five every day. If you go I do from, that shit every day. If you go from New Jersey to Atlanta, everything moves smooth until you get to the Carolinas. That's my opinion. It just, it just feels like you're not moving because you're just going from north to south. I want to know because I fucking flew each time I went down south. I don't know about but that's that what drive. I was talking about about traveling like. I want to go see a Brooklyn Nets game. I might catch the train, like the oh, train. Oh yeah, slice of cake, man. That right. should take you so right to easy. Atlantic like, Avenue. I don't. I want to. I want to do the most by doing less. Like right. I might even go see a Sixers you can game. Catch a train to AC from Philly or some shit like that. Whatever, whatever's you know clever. I might go see the Sixers game in the Uber. Like I don't want might to. As well. I want to do the less and get the most, do the most out of it for the least. Yeah. Like that's the type As of you should. Yeah. That's what I do. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Nigga. Yeah, driving like I don't want to do that stuff. Like cause that was that's that's what keeps me from not doing stuff. You gotta download them good apps, man. Motherfucking Groupon, motherfucking uh 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 Seat Geek, Lakers in Brooklyn. Stub Hub. Yeah, I wanna go. I'm definitely going to uh cause I went to that game last year. I didn't really enjoy it that much. Brooklyn and uh well, it's different. You got Kyrie Irving and you got um, Antonio Davis. Now it's, it's it's a different who? Damn, not Antonio Davis. <laughs> Anthony Davis. Who? That's not even a person. Anthony Davis. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's an Antonio Davis in the world. That's two common names. There is an Anthony. There is an Antonio. You got Antonio Davis. Who? There is, there is an Antonio Davis in the world. What is that? I know it. Well, I don't want that nigga on my team. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. But nah. Um. Yeah, you're right. I don't know though. I just feel like I want to go somewhere else this season. Another away game. I was thinking about, I was playing with the thought in my mind of going to see a Boston, uh, Lakers and Boston game. Um, I looked up their schedule. They got their East Coast swing at like the end of January this season. So that's when they'll be in Philly and New York and Brooklyn and Boston and D.C. and all that shit like that. So we'll see what's up, nigga. 
So shout out to Trenton Fashion Week. Shout out to Will Folsky for having us. Shout out to the the designers, the vendors, and shout out to the models. It was dope. We um holla at us next year, man. Yeah, next year, next month, whenever you got something going on, we will be Fact- there. Factory. Yo, you want to touch on this uh, Takashi? Uh, wait a minute, let me get my drop. Want to touch on this Takashi Six Nine situation real quick, man? Man, that boy told on the nigga who stole lollipops in first grade. That nigga told on the fucking cafeteria worker at his middle school who would occasionally steal butter crunches so the kids wouldn't get them. What I'm trying to tell you, niggas, is that he told on everybody. He told on everybody. He told on niggas. They ain't even have shit to do with the fucking investigation. <laughs> The fuck does Jim Jones have to do with this? What the fuck does Cardi have to do with this? The hip hop police—they want everybody. So I think that's what it's about. Just the the, the hip hop police has been out there forever, and Jim Jones has always rapped about his phone being tapped. Right. So, but, so yeah. So I mean, so what? The nigga ain't commit no crime though. That we, you we know, we of. don't know that. But I, but, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying to you is, if I'm a detective and I've been working the trade nine gangsters for decades. And I get somebody who's willing to talk about everything and everything. I'm going to press him for everything. Yo, that nigga about to get out. <laughs> obviously, obviously, this ain't just about what he did. It's just right. about everything. I want your boss. I w- yeah, <laughs> hey, that's I the way it works. Boss, I don't want you. You piece of shit. I want to use you to get to your boss. That's you how were... Sax be coming. That's... Yeah, Sax a piece of shit. We won't talk about that in a bit. Sax ain't shit. So. You know what, Coleman? You better start playing it straight <laughs> because heaven. Yeah, you're never going to fucking see her again. <laughs> <laughs> Sax, you Sax, you fucking punk. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's telling on everybody. And in the sense that I don't, I do feel bad, but I don't. I, I was feel bad for whom? Well, just the overall, the overall story. I don't feel bad for Takashi at all. But my thing is, even this happened with like Suge Knight and them back in the day. Like, I've watched videos where they say Suge Knight was not a blood. Tupac was not a blood. But Suge Knight was the money man. Tupac was the money man. There's there's always been artists who've bankrolled gang members because they don't have to kill or rob nobody no more. They might got to punch somebody in the face. Right. But they now have a legit way to make some money. Uh-huh. And it's the same thing that happened with Takashi 6 9 and Shadi and Treyway and them. We out here making money selling drugs however we got to get it. Not saying that's what they did. However, they got to get it. They was doing it. And then they ran into a motherfucking idiot and... Uh, uh, Manipulating. They took advantage of his ass. No, he actually sought them out. He said he made a song and he wanted some gangsters. So he sought them out. And what happened was Takashi realized it's protection in this. And the gang members realized there's money in this. All right. So they came together. They didn't target him. And that's the, and that's the part that's crazy. But he saw them. But they still knew they was going to take advantage of his ass once he did step forward. Yeah, but that's why I say I don't feel bad, but I do. Because that's just the way of gang members and music. Right. Like, nobody's getting jumped in. Nobody. He admitted he did not get jumped in. It was, cause he it's was money. I'm paying. Yeah. I'm like, we got guns. We're, we're, we're buying guns. And it's all a money grab. It's just we've never seen nobody like him act this crazy. Right. Now, they condoned it. I don't know why they didn't sit him down and say, listen, we can't act like that. They let him do all that stuff. Right. And we sit home, and I'm not a street dude. You're not a street dude. But I I'm knew sitting it was here, over. I'm sitting here watching like, it was over. It's a matter of time. No, we don't talk to each other like that, especially on the cameras and on our phones. He was talking he to did. Chief Keith, right? Like, yo, I'm going to come do this, that, and the third to you. Yeah. What? 
Uh, You don't got to be a street nigga to know that that shit's not what it is. Now, on the flip side, I'm hearing people saying that, well, first of all, did you see the kidnapping video? Nah. Please, man. Please don't shoot, man. Don't shoot, man. Like, he was, I mean, but but who knows what anybody would do when the guns is in the face? The defendant defendant said that was all a hoax that was cooked up for clout, which I can very, very well possibly believe. He sounded very believable, fam. I don't think he's he's that good of an actor. I don't think he's that good at anything. But mm-hmm. he's a good ass snitch. That's it. He's a good ass snitch because that boy told from here the kingdom fucking come, boy. I'm I, listen. I don't feel a drop of sorrow for this young man at all. Like if you're gonna be gangster, I don't know. Like real gangsters ain't loud, man. And we all knew he was a fraud. It was just a matter. Of, we all knew the shit, bro. He was just seemed to be the only one who thought. He was the first nigga to be in this position before. We all saw this movie a hundred times before, not even on screen. You know what I'm saying? On when he was on the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne and Envy was trying to tell him, like, bro, like, you don't have to do all the antics. That's just bring unnecessary drama to yourself. You running around telling niggas to suck your dick and I'll come to this block and do that, that, the third fuck this gang set, fuck this gang set, and you're gonna turn around and fucking tell. <laughs> Nah, man, mm-hmm. it don't work like that. It just don't work like that. So, nah, you stepped into the shit, and you you fucking eyebrow deep in it now, boy. Some things, it just feels good, though. It's being in this game that we are in, the podcasting, when you call it and you're right. Yeah. It just never has happened like this. Wow. And at a time, about five minutes ago, I said I felt bad for the other parties, but I don't. Because, like I said, I'm sitting here thinking, Shadi, you allowed this to happen. You didn't, like, yo, the, the first time he told somebody to suck his dick, whatever, there should have been a conversation, and right. we should have never heard about this no more. He should have been uh, laying low. Um, he's your bread and butter. He and I don't feel sorry for that nigga either way, because he was stealing from that nigga, too, and they fucked this girl or them, some, some Allegedly, shit like right? that. right? I don't know if it's true. Niggas fucked this girl after they got done, or whatever the, the situation was. I don't, I don't know, man. A lot of goofy shit, man. Ain't no innocent parties in this shit. All them niggas did clown shit. It's definitely not. But um, as far as him... Like we said earlier, taking shots at innocent people. Allegedly, he said Cardi B. I don't know if that's a fact, but we do know that Jim Jones and this other guy phone was tapped. I don't think Jim phone was tapped, but the guy Jim was talking to was tapped. And Jim said that he's got to be dealt with. Not saying that he was going to do it, right? but he was just saying, I don't think he incriminated himself at all. He just was saying, normally when this stuff happens, something happens. Right. I don't think there's nothing wrong with saying that. I'm not. It's not at all. I don't think Jim... Implicated himself in no bullshit at all. Yo, shorty, shit, I said that shit, yo. Everybody tried to tell him that what had some sense that had a conversation with him. Yo, bro, you keep acting like that, man. It's only two ways it's gonna end up. Nigga, you either gonna be dead or in jail. Like, we all seen it in the way that you going still. Like, it ain't it ain't over. Like it ain't the over. thing is, this is not the end of it though. <clears throat> I mean, as far as six nine, yes. They but, said that motherfucker could possibly be getting out in January. Like this January, <laughs> yeah. But where he's, but where is he going? A hell, of, a hell of I know he about to dye his hair bronze, uh, fucking bronze, and change his name to fucking Stephen. He better move to Utah. Where's I life? mean, there's a certain there's certain spots black people aren't in that they are in. They don't care. Like nah, he they, gotta he gotta go to like Mississippi or some shit. I know it's black people nah, in Mississippi, man. but there's black people in Mississippi. What I'm saying to you is, if you go to Utah, I, Idaho, Iowa. Um, Nebraska, Nebraska, Montana, Montana. South, See now you talking now North Dakota, Wyoming, Wyoming. <laughs> I like all of those. I like all of those. I'll feel safe there. 
I would feel safe there, but I don't think Mississippi. I don't think, how long would you stay in a place like that, man, when you're used you, to the city? You got no choice. Oh, he's going to be miserable his first <laughs> night out. Yeah, I got it. Yo, where the club's at, man? I'd rather fucking go to jail. <laughs> be staying in somebody's fucking country where the neighbor is fucking 88 miles down the road. <laughs> That's just like prison. This, it's not over, though, because he's not the first civilian to join a, quote unquote, join a gang for protection and the gang gets money. This is just how the gangs get money. And so that's why I say this I, is how the game goes. So that's why I say I kind of understand because I would rather the gangs get money that way than, you know what I mean, the illegal way that they were doing it. This whole thing was just a mess. Shoddy didn't control his I mean, they still doing the illegal shit. They just doing that on the the the, uh, the music money is just the front to cover up where the funds come from, but yeah. they still doing the other shit. I'm pretty sure he wasn't bringing in that much money that to yeah, you. Nah, they still selling guns and drugs. They still some, yeah. yeah, they still moving packs, all that shit. That right, shit still right, happening. Right, right, right. That's just another revenue source. Damn, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel son, <laughs> <laughs> he trash, man. Oh well, man. I mean, hey, you make your bed, you lay in it, bro. Good night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you see? Night. Did you see the um, altercation between Lavar Ball and his son? Yep. So, first off, let's start from the beginning. There's some of us who had our opinion on the big baller brand, what they look like, how much they cost, garbage. And there were so many people saying, "Oh, he's just a black father who loves his children," and I get it. But there's some of us who just knew everything about that was trash. Everything. You understand what I'm saying? Fast forward till the present day. There was a guy stealing money from the, from ball, the brand. Yeah, from the brand. And Lonzo either wanted out, got bought out, or he just left the brand altogether, I believe. He had it tatted on him. He got it changed. Yeah. So I guess there's a Facebook show with the Ball family, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there was a conversation between LeVar and his son Lonzo. Lonzo, I guess, always have felt this way. He just signed on because his dad was an aggressor. His dad was just, you know, once again, we all had conversations about, man, is this what your son wants to do? Right. Or is this what daddy wants to do? Like, you can't outshine the master. Because right. I was a trash basketball player, the dad. Right. Super I'm going to do something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something. So his, his idea was, we're going to be bigger than Nike. We're going to be bigger than Reebok. We're going to create our own brand, and we're we, we, and, and people are going to partner with us. And you go, okay, okay. It's a few things that has to happen. The shoe got to be dope. Your son got to be nasty. Your son got to be nasty, and the sh- the name and they got to win. The name has to be attractive, right? And you got to be a winner. Yeah. None of the four. Nope. The Lakers didn't prosper with Lonzo Ball. The sneaker was trash. You could have got that from Payless for nineteen ninety nine. Same shoe. Big baller brand. It's a terrible name. It's a terrible brand. And the face of it is the dad. No, you can't sell that to millennials. Right. How? You ain't play no ball. Nobody knows when your people name. Google you and you average two points a game, we're going to question that. Throwing them shits on the line, bro. People <laughs> think that your career don't mean nothing. Right. When you wear King Griffey's, Dion's, Jordan's, you can stay A.O. You representing the best. Yo. But if you just say, yo, I got on a pair of Lonzo's. <laughs> Before this nigga did it. And they cost 500 And they cost 500 Before this nigga did anything. Posted any type of stats or memorable games. Nah, man. I'm cool with this because I was one of the ones who was kind of fishy about it. So I'm not, I'm not shitting on nobody. I was just like, yo, let that dad be that dad. I just knew that this wasn't a good plan. Well, I feel like what's happening now is it's the rift 
of Lonzo being a, a, a young man turned into a grown man. And the dad, LeVar, doing all the work up until this point to get his kids to, you know what I'm saying, be recognized with all of this stuff they got going on. Now it's it's that it's that head collision, it's that bumping in the heads thing where LeVar might need to begin to start to take a back seat and let Lonzo start to fill it out and do his own thing and not be in control of it. You know what I'm saying? I I think that's it's that uh that father, that type of father son dynamic. Begin. I mean, you got to let go. I'm I'm the basketball player. Right. I'm speaking of Lonzo, right. dad, back seat. That's exactly what I'm saying. So it should have been happened. Now don't get me wrong. I he, mean, Lonzo only what 22. Yeah, you know what I'm saying around that. Yeah, he only like 22, so it's probably he never probably had too many situations where he had to confront his old man about some shit before, mm-hmm. and then him being loud and abrasive and outspoken probably made Lonzo turn into more the shell of the quiet guy where he didn't really need to speak up because Dad was going to say whatever needed to be said. But now that they're opposing at each other and they're both at opposite ends of the table, Lonzo's like, "Yo, I'm I'm looking forward to doing something else." Like. I had this shit going on in L.A. I don't play for L.A. no more. I don't live in L.A. no more. Now I'm out in New Orleans. I want to take I want, my career is going in a different direction. I want to take what's in my control into a different correction, different direction as well. And I, I think that's fine. And I get what he said. I could have a career resurgence in New Orleans yeah. and have Nike knocking at my door. As of right now, nobody's knocking on my door because of you. My basketball play hasn't been great because I've been injured. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't been on the court long enough. But then you go, man, how do I would have took that Nike deal? Before I touched the floor, huh? you'd have been good. I would have been good. <laughs> right. And who you have to thank for that? Dad. 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 Right. Dad. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so Dad need to back the fuck up and let me start to spearhead my own decisions. And wherever the chips fall at that point, I'll be more comfortable with that as a, as a man because that's what I decided to do and not because fucking Dad said this was the way to go. And so that's, that's that head-on collision between father and son. Lonzo just got to, you know what I'm saying, Poke his chest out a little more. It, that's a fact. Um, I, that's the conversation I definitely wanted to have. So let's talk about the conversation they had at the table, where Lonzo was trying to tell Pops, um, "This just ain't the way to go, mm-hmm. Big Baller Brain. I, I think we need a whole new look. We need a facelift. Yeah, we need a facelift. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially if you sign me on to be one of the. I'm actually one of the bosses. I'm actually right. one of the like I sit I'm at the head of the, of the table. Creator. Right, exactly. And I, I sit at the head of the table, and not only that, me as a player, myself, this brand, if I falter, this brand falters. You know what I'm saying? There is no BBB without Alonzo Ball mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck his name is. It's probably just Alonzo on some goofy shit. And I'll be honest with you. It's dope to yell out BBBs or Big Balling Brand when you're Triple doing good. B's. Triple Bs when you're doing good. Right. But when you're not, it looks funny. It looks right. bad. Like, it's it's... That's one of those names where if you do good, it's dope to be like, yo, I got my triple Bs, man. I'm about to right. go out there and ball. Like, Michael Jordan didn't sell his sneakers just because he said, yo, you want to fly like Mike? Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. If you bought some triple Bs. How, what, what, what's, what's the, okay, I got triple Bs, now what? I'm going to be injured all the fucking what? time? <laughs> that's, that's, now that's what? what uh, I'm, I'm adapting here. That's what I'm translating to when I put them on. Oh, shit, I got them triple Bs. Better watch out. Shoulder injury waiting to happen. <laughs> now, if I'm correct, the dad was on. The dad basically replied to Lonzo Ball and called him damaged goods. Ouch. That's got to hurt, Gene. <laughs> Call this son damaged goods. I mean, he is. But you can't say that. I mean, 
who knows what the fuck else he done said to Lonzo that's a fact. behind closed doors, that's a right? Fact. He said that too comfortable. Right. So that's, that's, not that's, that's what I read from it. If you can just openly on camera on a TV show call your son Damon's goods, well, goddamn, what didn't that camera capture? So now we now we can actually tell why Big Baller Brands did come to life, why nobody fought it. Who want right. to go to war with Pops? Pops right. is going to, we don't have that personality. Right. Well, I'm I'm speaking as if I'm Lonzo and the the two other brothers. We might not be like Pops. Like Pops want to start this sneaker brand, man. Just let him do it, man. Just let him do it. He's not going to listen to us. I don't think I, I think Lon, I think Lavar just really really needly really need to sit back and just not attempt to run the show. Like if you want to be a part of the business, cool. Have a have a portion of the business yourself where you know, you're a fucking overseeing design operations or some shit like that but or you're running a business yourself but you don't have control over creative des- creative design or whatever like that like you run a separate entity of the business while your sons do the rest if they want to do that or if they want to step off then just step off push the brand through your youngest son who might end up going through the league too you know what i'm saying like lamello has some promise i don't know how good he's going to be or just he may, may be bigger than Lonzo, maybe not. Who knows? But you have another young protege that you can attempt to rebrand this this shit through. And you know, if if Zoe want to do something else based on the way that the couple, the few years of his early career is going, and he don't like the trajectory of that shit, let him make his decisions to get his career on a route that he want to get it on. Of it's cor- him playing, nigga, not you. Of course, in hindsight, it's easy to to, to look at all of Lavar's mistakes. But just doing what he did with his sons, taking them out of college, playing overseas. He's just like, yo, you're, you're doing too much. So Started when, the JBL League. What happened what, to that? I have no fucking clue. The big three just took over shit. The big three been taking over. Right. So once again, once again, you want to now challenge the big three. You, you want to challenge over Nike. there for your son in, in Lithuania, whatever the fuck that was at. Like, who? You yelling at kids on your AAU team. Like, you're not a coach. You're not. You're not the basketball guru. You haven't done anything in your own career that would place you on such a pedestal to do this stuff. You're just a loud, abrasive, outspoken old man with who happens to have three sons who have NBA talent or potential. And I'll say this. That's it. Lonzo, you're a grown man. It's time to take charge. Right. Fire your dad. We've seen this happen before. People fire their pops all the time. He'll still reap the, the, the benefits of being the son of a, uh, the, the father of an a, a, uh, NBA player. He won't go you know hungry. His house will still look good. He's right. still married to his wife. This is, but this goes back to my retiring 15 years. You don't have to be on the scene doing nothing. Right. My son is a NBA basketball player, and the New Orleans Pelicans have the potential to be something special, and my son could help that. Right. Which means I can get a nice big contract after this. I can, he's like 22. He can get, he can play for about 10, 14 more years. That's mm-hmm. about two, three contracts. Mm-hmm. One, two medium and one big. Mm-hmm. If he performs. And uh, our brothers, the brothers could possibly get an NBA somehow. Probably right. won't be high draft picks because I haven't heard nothing from them in a year or something. I don't know right. what they're doing. LaMelo playing overseas. I don't know what the middle do. Jello, stupid ass. He's the name. baby. I don't know if he's the middle. Nah, Jello is the second one. Mello is the youngest one. Okay. So, yeah. Pops, chill out. And we also... Zoe, Jello, and Mello. <laughs> now, I named all my son with J's, but you can just tell sometimes the, the cockiness <laughs> of a father who just like, I'm, I'm going to name them all the same. We're all <laughs> like, he kind of he kind of did all of this from birth. I'm going to name all y'all right. all the same. Y'all all going to be basketball players. I'm going to start big baller brand. Like, he created their whole lives. He knew lives. what it was from yeah. day one. He knew what it was. And then when it's good... 
But again, it's it's boundaries to this at this point with your grown sons. You know what I'm saying? They don't want you all in the way, all in the videos, dancing, dancing. Come to fucking Nike, nigga. <laughs> Lonzo Ball, go get that Nike check, man. Yep. Uh, sit, sit, um, Lavar down. Dad, you on the bench? Whoa, fucking bench. Do a little power recap real quick. Damn. Yeah, I know we got like uh, 20, 35 minutes. Yeah. Power recap. Power season six, episode five. One of the best episodes Fire! I've seen in a long time. And I liked all the episodes because I respect when a story is told. Yes. You might not like story an episode, but some stories are just being told and you got to pay attention. Not everything right. consists of action and, and dialogue telling. is everything. Yes. But the this- dialogue can be action too, depending on how, how, much, of a, how much of a bombshell they drop on you. And this episode, they got to the shits. Tommy Egan. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, one Gangster thing. the year, man. One thing that we know and we've always known is Tommy Egan don't like rats. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he don't like rats. Rats, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get to the beginning of the episode, man. Sax. Your boy, Sax. Listen, let me tell you something, Proctor. If this shit doesn't go down... Taking you fucking with me. <laughs> I fucking hate the way he talks. He's like a slick, sarcastic asshole. He does a good job at it, though. But um, Sax, I don't know. I don't think Sax is going to get what he want, man. I can even picture him coming up dead in a sense. I actually wanted Tommy to pop him and Maria at that point. Like, they was both right there. Yeah, he could have did that. He could have popped both of those motherfuckers. But I don't think he know who Sax and how deep Sax is in the investigation. Because remember, Sax is the one that knocked on his door. And let him know that ghost, that Teresi went at ghost, not him. Right. So he ain't really got That's that much true. hate for Sax. Like, we actually watching the show, and we know what Sax is doing. I don't know what Tommy thinks of Sax. Right. Um. So Tommy definitely is gangster of the year. Tariq is the idiot of the year. I, 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 like, he really wants to die. Like, how much trouble do you want to get into before you realize that what you're doing ain't for you, young man? Did young girl set him up? I think so. I'm yeah. I, I, I think so. I only got a chance to watch it one time, but I think Young Girl set him up. Now I'm confused because I thought this was the new Ghost and Tasha, and the white boy was Tommy. So I'm confused now. Who does she work for? This got me she thinking. She probably was working for Vincent the whole time. Who does all these ki- right? Probably was working for Vincent the entire fucking time. Right? Because how did he know? Right. Damn. But nah, I think he knew because, well, exactly, because when he was in there doing what he was doing with the baby aspirin and the actual pills, she, you know what I'm saying, she saw him. She walked into the room and saw him. And she, now when the text went off, was that her text or was that Tariq's text? Because that's where I got confused at. What you mean? She, something like, you know when the text go across the screen? Yeah. I don't know if that On was her text. Part? When she was leaving out the dorm. That was her text. That was her see? Yeah, she was sending the text to somebody saying, the, I think the competition's out of product. I'll keep you posted. So who I don't was know who that, that was? Yeah. So that's what I mean about there's a story being told. Right. You have to pay attention. There's so many plot twists. That's like my man that approached Tasha at the uh, daycare. Now who's, who's this now? Right. Zig. And it's it's kind of interesting to me that they're adding new characters on the last on season. On the last season. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like how long are these things going to be around? Well, how important are these roles of why are you introducing so many new people when you got a new boss at the uh at the office, Warner? Tasha and this nigga and the other nigga who had on the baby daddy Burberry shirt last episode. Uh-huh. I ain't see him this episode. I ain't right? seen him this episode mm. neither. But it's a couple of new faces that they're introducing. Now, Tommy, the, the bombshell in this episode, if you don't, uh, again, talk about power. Today's episode, 
So to spoil this, you want to fast forward the next couple motherfucking minutes. But the kicker of this shit is that not only did Tommy go ham on Maria Suarez, he also went ham on Joe Proctor. And he got Rest in peace to Joe Proctor. Rest in peace to Joe Proctor, God man. damn. You know what I realized about Proctor? When he wasn't morally compromised, when that's when he was safe. But he let his ex die. And he was gung ho about getting Maria Suarez kid. He was the reason she died. So, and then he turned around and snitched. Like you can't move like that. He in was power. doing too much. Yeah. yeah, you can't move like that in power. So those moves equal up to. And even though Tommy should have known he was gonna fucking snitch on him, <laughs> because Joe never really liked Tommy to begin with. He just had to deal with him on the strength of Ghost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Tommy Ghost was uh, excuse me. Tommy was always somebody that Proctor was afraid of. So it made sense. But the one thing that fucked me up about Proctor was that he was talking to his cousin Benny. He was like, yo, I'm going to figure this out. And I promise I won't rap. The next fucking scene, he told Sax, <laughs> Tommy Egan killed Angela. <laughs> the next fucking scene. So, I mean. Yeah, but I think he wasn't going to rap on his cousin. I don't uh, think he was going to rat on Ghost. Well, if, if you, it was Ghost that, right. that did it, he wouldn't have told. If you actually look at previous episodes, he's been trying to get Ghost to flip on Tommy. Like, yo, right. we don't need Tommy. Like, rat on him, and Ghost would not do it. Right. So when it came down to Proctor, his daughter, or or who killed Angela, that was easy for yeah, uh, Proctor. Yeah, super easy. Yeah. yeah. Proctor has always let it but be But I'm known. confused as to how, what, what could have, what could Sax had done with an illegal wiretap? He said it was... He can still play it and hear, and your daughter would hear that you killed your mom. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So he said he just didn't want that. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, she Even heard it anyway. She heard it anyway. She heard it anyway because she was awake when she was telling it to fucking Benny. So, and she still loved him. So. <laughs> she was happy as hell the next day. She didn't even, like act like nothing was different. So he actually was good to go. Yeah, but he you know what? When it come down to kids like that, and they hold that in, cheaper. I don't know. And I actually could have came back to bite him later on, right? I actually knew that Tommy and Ghost would have to team up again, and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to team up again to kill Vincent, and they're gonna have to do it again to kill fucking Jason. But you see, it, it makes sense now because, like Ghost has said, I don't want to kill no more. Well, Angie, Angie's gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I mean, Tommy. Like you said on the preview for next week's episode, we're not. Friends were brothers. Right. And I think that's getting to the point because over time, things change. I right. wanted to kill you bad as hell the day, the day after, maybe the week after. But you know what? Now it's, it's been some time and it's like, you know what? I really want to go legit. And what perfect time than, it, than, than now? I don't know, I'm man. really clean. I, I don't know, man. That's a little weird. And I, I know I tried to kill you like four times in the last month, but we good. <laughs> We good. No, but, the fuck. That's how they all are. Like when Tasha's in the car with Tommy, she's like, yo, we can kill ghosts. But then they now they working together. So it's And why the fuck would Tasha why the fuck do she think she would be able to say, Well, you felt like this about Holly too? How the fuck does she expect Tommy to react in that moment? Especially when you know Tommy. Right. But he looked at her like, T, I got some shit to do. You gotta go. But she's also correct. Lala Keisha ain't built for this. And not only she that. She will be Takashi 69 on that stand. Yeah, man. she will. And not only that, but it's funny because she said that she won't make the same mistakes that Red made in regards to Holly. But she actually is doing the same exact thing. Holly didn't want Tommy fucking with Ghost. And that's why he killed her. Lala or, uh, or Keisha doesn't want Tommy fucking with Tasha. Hey, yo. What's this to say when, like, her character is Keisha, but we call her Lala. Does that mean that she's not killing her role? 
That's Cause exactly cause, what that means. You're, you, your, you're yourself. Don't you become the the character, right? Like, right, yo, right. that's Ghost. Right. I'm not going to call that's, you Amari, right? Nigga, you Ghost. That's a fact. That's that's a good <laughs> point, actually. That means that your acting is very subpar, and that you're not killing the role because we don't uh, recognize you as being synonymous with that character. You're still La You're still your actual Jaleel person. Jaleel White is Urkel. Right, right, right. <laughs> he killed that role, so we can't look at him as Jaleel White. He's Urkel no matter what show you see him in. Sir Fonzarelli. And that's Sir why he don't act no more. Yeah, this, yeah. Sir Theo. Like, I, I, yeah, I can name you so many characters shirt. who's embodied their role, and we know them as their character name. So for us to still call La Brian La, Cranston, La Walter White. And that nigga's Walter White to be from Breaking Bad all the time. But shout out to Lala. Shout out to Lala. Do your thing. Yeah, you know I, mean? I actually want her to get murdered. I want, I want her to get murdered. It's the last season. I think bodies are about to start dropping. Nobody well, can survive this. Hurry up. <laughs> Nobody. Nope. I'm looking forward to that. I don't want to see it because what I don't want to see is a Lala death scene. She's not going to pull that off, oh, man. Can you imagine a Lala death scene? <laughs> I can't, actually. I can't. I don't want to see that. I want to see. I want her to go peacefully like poison or something. I want, who's going to get the Merc Vincent? Who takes Ghost, Vincent Ghost, out? Ghost. Ghost. Ghost for, for Nab and Reek. Ghost ain't caught a body in a minute. Uh, Tommy up 2-0. Yeah, Tommy got two bodies this episode. <laughs> <laughs> two bodies, one yeah. episode. Two two very critical bodies, Just think too. about it. Yo, so what the fuck he gonna live at? Because Tommy fucked Ghost penthouse up. Yeah. Yeah. You pulled that thing out of his coat, you rat motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he did kill his ass, but he fucking tore his whole crib up. I thought that was genius how they did that with that type of gun that close. Like, you don't really get to see stuff like that. Yeah, man. you really don't. Like, just, whoo. Normally, you see, like, he killed the Spanish lady. One shot. Said, one shot to the head. Right. But he lit Proctor that ass up with lead. He filled his ass up with lead, fam. But he found out Proctor was dead when Tasha told him when Proctor was dead. Wait, Proctor was dead? That right there he knew Yep And then he heard him I got another He's heard Sack say to Maria I got another witness T- Ghost and Tommy's lawyer Joe Proctor Now the way power was a rap. Now the way power always Works out Once again There's always somebody We gotta watch out for So I don't know if it's The police What's the old girl name That be with Sacks? That uh, NYPD Yeah uh, Cop I, I forgot her name I don't know if she had Like anybody can flip And that's just what I'm thinking these drug dealers, these drug lords, they got somebody in, like like Lobos. You got to right. have somebody on the team. Right. And meanwhile, it'd be dead ass funny if Sax is doing all his hard work only to know that every person he worked for was corrupt. Was dirty as shit. Sax is the only one trying except to find... For, except for Donovan. Yeah. Greg was, Greg was a little corrupt. Because he was sleeping with Angela. Because he was sleeping with Angela. Fuck doing him. stuff he shouldn't have been doing. Mike Sandoval was corrupt as fuck. Corrupt as fuck. Yeah, so they was all dirty. <laughs> Angela was Angela, corrupt too. Angela was Angela dirty. was corrupt too. They all was fucking dirty, man. God damn, ghost that nigga, bro. Is he? What do you do? He, I mean, he the reason for all this shit. He got everybody's ass in and out. He's the he's still fucking remaining. And that's why I don't think he can live. I it, it'll look better if Tommy lived because we all know Tommy's just gonna die because he's just not gonna leave the streets. Right. You can close off power with Tommy riding in the sunset. No, one day you, you he's gonna get he his. Gonna get you. He's gonna yeah. get his. Ghost should die and it should be at peace. His son doesn't like him. Tasha wants to kill him. He lost his daughter. How he can, lost Angela. You know what? And how can Tariq sit there and argue at a time where you just got expelled for selling drugs at school? Like, well, how are you? How are was, you telling me to get the fuck off of you right now? They, they were trying to blame it on Canaan. He like, I'm not Canaan, fam. I'm you. Like, you keep telling me that this is all based on me hanging out with Canaan. No, nigga, I'm you. Yeah, but at the same time. 
the circumstances on why they're doing what they're doing are completely different. Tariq, Tariq don't need to do none of that shit. He just really wants to. Ghost was from the hood. Understand that. You know what I'm saying? Reek just being a spoiled little punk ass bitch. That's it. Have you ever done something you shouldn't have done, but then defended yourself? It happens. Not like that. Hell no. There's no way you can spend there's no way you can defend yourself from selling drugs. When you went to school, you told your mom, Mom, I'm gonna do better here. You went after your after your fucking sister got killed. If that ain't a lesson to act right, then what the fuck, bro? I, I get that, but his relationship with his mom and with his dad is not solid. So you can't, y'all can't tell me nothing. Y'all are drug dealers, but at the same time, he's not understanding after, that part. At, yeah, but at the same time, after such a huge life lesson as getting your sister not murdered because of bullshit that you was doing. If that was enough for you to learn your lesson, then what the fuck, bro? Because it wasn't just that. Remember, he was hanging out with Kanan. I think right. that if there wasn't a Canaan, if there wasn't certain things, he might have done that. But Canaan was putting so much venom in his head about who his dad and who his mom was. I think all that played a part. Yes, it, it would have been, listen, it would have been so easy for, you know, his, his twin sister to be murdered, for him to go to um, that school, Chop or whatever that school is, uh, Chope, whatever the name school is, and just live his life. He never had to do anything because it was taken care of. But, matter of fact, remember, it was Canaan that gave it to him. He wouldn't have been do- dealing anything if Candon didn't tell him to sell it in the school. Mm-hmm. So he found how to get money for himself. Hey, you show somebody how to get money. <laughs> hey, he ain't know he was going to kill Candon either. So yeah. if Candon, so in a sense, Ghost does have a point. If he was not hanging out with Candon, he would have never had the pills right. to sell. And he got Candon killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again, it's just too much for everybody. Hot girl summer. What you? How do you rate the episode? I rated a nine. Nine? Yeah, I rated a nine out of ten this episode. And can I ask you motherfuckers something? Now, listen, I understand this, that Snowfall is a very, 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 very good show. But you don't have to diminish what Power's doing by always saying that Snowfall is better than Power. That doesn't take away from the fact that Power is still a good TV show. Snowfall may be, in fact, a lot better than Power. Possibly, but Power is the popular program because of the person who came up with the idea, who is 50 Cent. So you can't take away from the traction and the audience that Power has already garnished over these six seasons and try to undercut that with Snowfall is better. Even though it may be, it can be a great, they both can be great shows within their own goddamn right. Always comparing shit. Knock it off. I say this. You name me, you can't name me too many successful TV series that go six seasons. Right. So, Snowfall is a season two or three, I think. Three. They just finished three. Three. So, of course, when we was watching Power in season three, that was the best thing out. Right. But then over time, writers change. Um, stories uh, change. Stories change. Sometimes you get somewhere and you don't know what to do at this point, uh, point at, at the story. Like, I get it. Only thing I would tell people that say that Snowfall, which is, Snowfall is the shit, mm-hmm. but anytime you compare a show, I'm the one that sits back and say, like, if I'm Power, if I'm the director, if I'm the writer, I got, six, 50 cent, I got three extra seasons on y'all. I got six seasons. You do that, and, and it's the number one show. Right. Six years in a row, number one, you do that. Stop telling me that a new show is better than mine, fam. We I'm, done did that. I'm pretty sure that they're... I'm no, I don't know too many other shows on FX Network, but Snowfall is probably the lead drama series on that station, as well as Power. You know what I'm saying? So just let them both rock out, you little bitch. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's talk about it, man. Fresher fiasco. You ready to get into this, man? Yeah. Ja Rule is set to release his entire music we'll catalog. We'll be right here. 
with new music videos. Hello! Fresh or fiasco? I'm gonna go. I like, I'm gonna start this off, and I'm gonna go fiasco. I'm gonna tell you why. I can't remember what I was watching, but I was watching something with Jaru was in it. Was it Fast and Furious? No. Was Mon- he in Fast and Furious? Yeah, one of them he was. Oh, he shit. lost the race to the beginning of Paul Walker. He was screaming, Monica! <laughs> I, um, rest in peace, Paul Walker. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. So when I'm watching this Ja Rule clip, I forgot what show it was. He showed us his basement, which was unfinished. And he said he's going to build a studio down there. And the magic that he's going to come up with is going to be spectacular. <laughs> Fast yeah. forward now. You're so for him re- to redo everything, to redo done. the music that you've already done is a bummer. Now, had I not seen that video of you in your unfinished studio and how you got some heat coming, I probably would have been like, you know what? It's my catalog. He probably owns it all. For you to do this, you got to own it, I think. Right. So he might own his catalog, and you want to put it out for some extra change? I got no problem with that. But we haven't really seen exclusive job rule material in so long. Like I don't know what he's doing. He had a, a, um, a reality TV show at one time, but and I know he's touring, but as far as what job rule is doing, I don't know. So this is a sign when somebody says, I'm just going to re-release my old music because <laughs> you have no fresh ideas. Exactly. I think that's what I think that's what it is. No more creative juices are flowing. You have no more creative juices. And that's all right, because just like I was saying about working 15 years, fam, if I've made I don't hear that Jaru was broke. I don't hear that. But if I got money and I don't have to make another record, if I don't have to do nothing but tour, I'm OK with that. So with that being said, I'm still go fiasco because with that unfinished studio you showed me, you said you had some crack coming, and it wasn't. Fiasco, a hundred percent. Every time, he just doesn't have a good track record to make you believe this is going to be something that you're going to be interested in. Last time I remember seeing Ja Rule was in two situations. One, he was fucking performing at halftime of a Milwaukee Bucks game. <laughs> And he asked for crowd participation, and they fucking ignored him. Fucking Giannis Antetokounmpo was on the other end of the court during his halftime performance, warming up for the second half. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, no. Another time was the fucking Fry Festival. So you just don't have a good track record with keeping people's attention and, you know, any type of anticipation because the last few times we've seen you involved in something has been a shit show. And it's not like we don't know the music already. Why the fuck would I pay for something that I already know what I'm getting? It's all the same lyrics. You might have a different beat. All right, cool. But same lyrics. I don't go on YouTube and tend to watch videos unless I'm particularly interested in it. So I'm not just going to come across Ja Rule videos and watch them all. Don't really give a fuck. It's a fiasco, man. He going to use more money than he going to actually make doing all this shit over again. But with that being said, if he's going to make a video for every song he's done... I want to see that um, new Bobby Brown uh, Jairu video. Oh my God. And I knew you're getting bored. And you know what kills me about that song is that nobody knows any of his verse. You only know Bobby Brown. Bobby part. Brown. <laughs> That's it. The king of R&B, baby. That's it. <laughs> fiasco. <laughs> Shred the paper. Fresher fiasco. Fashion designer is using school shooting schools as merch, meaning Columbine, uh, different type of schools on the merch. Fresh a fiasco. Um, it's definitely a fiasco. Um, those were really, really tragic situations. Imagine 
you had a child that attended the Sandy Hook Elementary School and you're walking through the grocery store and a motherfucker got a shirt on that's like, say, Sandy Hook with a logo of a gun under it or some shit like that. Like, it's just kind of insensitive, I think. And I don't think that needs to be branded, you know what I'm saying, in that way. And are you, this motherfucker's is uh, uh, personally profiting off of that particular type of pain like nah that's not cool bro that's not cool for you to profit off shit like that so 100% fiasco fuck out of here I'm gonna go fresh just that these fashion shows they always push the envelope with their design and creativities I think that fuck that envelope I think that it's meant to of course spark the conversation and it's meant for you to think about it like who was thinking about Columbine at that moment until some kids walked out with hoodies on and you go like oh Columbine right because you can easily forget about it because there's so much happening in the world and everything moves quick. Hopefully, proceeds does do go to the school or the students affected. I don't know where the proceeds go. But I get that all the designers always live on that ledge. Right. They always do that. And they want to stick out. And guess what? This designer did because that's what people are talking about. They got all these different designers there. And everybody wants to talk about the design that pays homage or brings awareness to the school shootings of America. I'm going to go fresh just because I've seen this before. Like fashion shows, you can always expect unexpected, man. These people might walk out there and just a speedo with a logo on it. Like we're, I mean, we're here to shock I, the people. I, I get that, but certain images don't need to be displayed. Like certain shit shouldn't just be touched. Same way the Gucci did the rope on around the neck on a fashion way and certain shit like that or the they had the blackface shit like you motherfuckers knew better from the jump. Like, come on, knock it off. You just, if you can't, who's sitting around the room saying, hey, you know what we should do? Let's take all the school shootings that happened in American history and put a gun logo over them and put the name over the top. Like, somebody, uh, somebody did it, I'm sure, you but get amazed. I'm more amazed at the motherfuckers that said, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's do it. We've seen it happen with the Gucci thing with the rope around. People are right. giving these things thumbs up. Right. And it's all fucking appalling. It's all appalling. I mean, it doesn't make it acceptable. I get it, but I guess you have a point. If I said fiasco to Gucci with the rope around the neck, it's hard to say fresh. If I said fiasco to that, it's hard to say uh, fresh Fresh to to this. Fresher fiasco. Candace Owens says black supremacy isn't in the black community. Huh? Black supremacy? White supremacy. My fault. Uh I wrote black supremacy. Candace Owens says white supremacy isn't in the the black community. Black supremacy. Hey, hey, it does exist. (laughs) Jeez. Uncle Ruckus. But, um, <laughs> why are you Nagus? Listen, I don't know much about Candace Owens, but the little bit that I do know doesn't sit well with me. It's like she's like borderline on the fence of oppressing views. Well, not even borderline in some events. It's like she's clearly over the line. Um, we all know that statement or that quote that bro just read by her is so far from the fucking truth and for her to actually say that with pride and and say it as if she believes it to be true it's just some bullshit man we all know what this country is like it's been this way for a very very long time the identity of how it's done just happens to shift into different methods but it's all the same shit so we know that white supremacy is out there we know it's running rampant and we know it's affecting a lot of lives of people who look like us with this skin tone. So knock it the fuck off, man. Fiasco. I'm going to go fiasco. But this this just reminds me of what I had an issue with with Jay-Z speaking at a conference wherever he was saying that it's the 
black kids who are fatherless who have an issue with authority. Those are conversations that need to be had, and Candace Owens' conversation needs to be had. But when you sit in front of old white men who only believe what they want to believe, and you go up there and tell them what they believe anyway, it goes, once again, they go, see, we told you we're not an issue for black people. It's your fault. Now, I get what Candace Owens is trying to say. Candace Owens, if you actually look in the black community, we have the resource. Well, we probably have. It's us out here. Mm -hmm. And we can pull ourselves up, but we are normally a crab-in-the-bucket community. Mm -hmm. So maybe white supremacy isn't affecting us you know, directly, but it's affecting us somehow when we get in our cars, when we drive to places, when you go, when to you work, want a job, when, when you go, go, when you go to work. Yes, it is there, but she's not talking about that. She's ignoring that. She's trying to focus on that. If you just walk in the middle of the hood and you see black on black crime, that's, there's actually black people who, who are sick of that. You understand right. what I'm saying? Like, no, oh my true. God, look at these niggers. We need to do something. I mean, well, white supremacy wouldn't happen in the hood because there are, Sell them to few white people living in the hood. Right. So what she's but, saying has a point. It's just I see the BS that she's trying to create. Why? Like who? Who even asked her that? You know what I'm saying? White supremacy in the hood. It was no. a debate. It was a debate that they were having between her and someone else. And that's when she should have been like, no, like that's not the question. Here's the question. But instead, she went on. See, this is what I'm saying. We know how to lure you in, and if we get a black person to agree with what we how we feel, then we're right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You got a table full of old white people who don't believe that racism exists. And then you say, well, here go my black friend. She's going to tell you right now, racism don't exist. Right. See, we knew it. See, it's all good. We knew this. You guys right. are overreacting. That's my point. <coughs> Even though somebody like Candace Owens can look in the neighborhood, look in the hood, and be disappointed by what she sees, we still have to word it a certain way. Like So like I said, when Jay-Z says, oh, um, not having a father figure in the house, the authority you... You don't want to respect authority. That could be true, but that don't mean that we're not getting assaulted, murdered, pulled over, and, you know what I mean, discriminated on because dad isn't in the house. You don't have the right to say that, especially in front of them. Those are conversations that we should have in-house. What's in-house, though? Because technically him saying it is sparking a conversation for us to have it. But He didn't say it to us. It was a white man. I, I know, but we wouldn't be talking about it now in-house if he hadn't said it on that platform. What platform? We don't know the what, one that he was on. What platform? He I just, don't know. What, it was just, it don't, the, the, the platform doesn't necessarily matter. And what I'm trying to say is that he said it wherever he was at, and now we're talking about it in-house. It wasn't on TV. Twitter made that go viral. That wasn't the plan. Wherever he said that at is where he said that at. That wasn't a conversation for, I think, for him to have where he was at. I don't know where he was at. And he might have asked him a question. He answered it honestly. But I think sometimes we need, I don't want to say the high role because we know the truth. It's just for the fact is that we need, we can't give them the ammunition. I think that's what they do. Because when Jay-Z says we don't respect authority, a.k.a. police officers, that's telling them, like, this is why we rough them up. Because they come out the house aggressive. That's just my opinion. That makes sense, that last part of the statement. But at the same time, what he said still also makes sense. Because if you go up in a house without a man, then you tend to lack respect for uh, a male authority figures. So when you, you don't know how to handle a cop when you run into him, when this random white guy runs up to you and say, shut up, freeze, get up against the wall. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And that officer comes out the car aggressive too. Like nobody responds well to shit like that. But look what but, you said. But nobody. Guy, nobody. So don't yeah, but so, they're not but the 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 topic wasn't on anyone else but black people at the time, which is why he gave his rendition of 
that situation because that's what he's able to speak on. He wouldn't be able to tell you how a white person felt coming out the house. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> but yeah, definitely fiasco for fucking Candace. You, know, you just and then like white supremacy again. It isn't in the hood because there aren't white people in the hood. But people in the hood that go out to get jobs at these places are shut down due to whatever racial oppression is set up through that system. And it comes back home. And that's what that aggression pops out at. It's at home. You motherfuckers won't let me go nowhere else. How, where else fucking on, on going to release anger where I fucking live. Antonio Brown might not have a father figure in his life. He probably does. This nigga just probably just pops. Probably probably gave up on him. Like you know what? This is another. Hey man, can I please be blessed with the smooth sounds of JJ Icefish, please? Yes, sir. Your boy is back. Fact up. I let your boy JJ. He got a new record out too. He do. I seen it. Podcast Brothers episode one fifty three. Fuck is you doing? Goes out to somebody who did this to themselves, which they always fucking do. All these niggas do this shit to themselves. Motherfucking Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is a name that has been circling through the media way too much. In these last few months. So, if you're not familiar with football, I'll brush you up real quick. If you are, just bear with me for a couple of seconds while I bring those of the, those who are not up to speed. Antonio Brown, once a former Pittsburgh Steeler, once uh, recently, earlier this year, not really sure in a month, I want to say like April, March, some shit like that, parted ways and pretty much pushed his way out of the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. After that happened, he ended up signing with the Oakland Raiders, a contract that guaranteed him $30 million guaranteed to be paid, and whatever was the remaining balance on that would be received through incentives, through his performance on the field. Well, Mr. Mr. Brown continued to act the ass in Oakland, and within maybe a month of being signed to the Raiders, they released his ass. He has a video on Instagram of him being extremely excited after being released. He's running around his backyard. Yeah, 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 woo, 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 whatever like that. About a day or two later, the motherfucker gets signed with the New England Patriots for $15 million and $9 same million. Dollars. It was the same day? Like five minutes later, he was wow. signed. Same day? Wow. Same day signs with the New England Patriots. $15 million deal, $9 million guaranteed. He's extremely excited. He says he's blessed. His haters are trying to stop from this, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. Now, pause that real quick. In what world are you blessed when you lose over $20 million? <laughs> that just sound like a blessing. That sounds like a goddamn curse to me. Now, $9 million is still a good chunk of change to make within a calendar year. Absolutely. You can live good with that. But uh, as, compared, as, as, as compared to 30? 30? That's a lot of that's a big fucking difference. It's not like you went from 30 to 20, or that's even still a big difference. Or 30 to 25. So you went from 30 million guaranteed to 9 million guaranteed. Like that's a huge chunk of revenue that's not there that you were anticipating. But whatever, nonetheless, the nigga was happy. Wanted to be a patriot, whatever like that. Played one game. We even caught one touchdown pass from Tom Brady. And the Patriots 
released his ass before he even got the chance to lace up the cleats again. Now, after that happened, he goes on and tweets, I just got fired on a Friday. And then he's going on social media, on his Twitter, releasing other individuals such as Shannon Sharp or uh, I can't remember the other people's names, but Ben Roethlisberger. And he's talking Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft. He's talking about situations where these individuals had gotten caught up with off the field antics and kind of trying to put a spotlight on that because he currently does not have a job in the NFL. Whoo! This nigga got some gall, bro. You are literally a walking toxin. You're burning every opportunity that's given to you. And if you continue to behave this way, how? much opportunity do you really think is left for you at this point despite your talent despite the records or the stats that you've been able to post throughout your career with the talent that you have the bullshit you're doing off the field and the way that you're behaving within some of these organizations is just completely having is completely making your talent be overlooked whereas no matter how good you are now nobody wants to fucking sign you to bring that level of toxin into their locker room and not to mention all this bullshit with the sexual accuser. You just got a lot going on right now, bro. You too hot to fucking touch, but nigga, nobody want that bullshit around them. Mr. Brown, Mr. Antonio Brown, for you doing all that bullshit and having a blonde mustache before this shit was at the start of this shit going down. Nasty. Blonde fucking mustache on a black man. It's just fucking tragic. You got to learn how to behave yourself. You're a grown man with children. And you need to conduct yourself in a professional manner so that you can go out here and do and play the game that you love and make the money that your talent guarantees you to make without all the extra antic bullshit, man. You need a therapist, my nigga. Seek help. Get it. I hope the rest of your life is fucking wonderful because it don't look like you're going to be in the NFL at all. Mr. Antonio Brown, we would all love to know what the fuck are you doing? Little bitch ass nigga. Fuck is you proving? We all want to know. I block him too. <laughs> you block that nigga. Because everything he tweets just makes me mad. Like, go somewhere, man. Right. It's like you're doing too much, man. All that talent and you messed up in the head. Give it up. Burger King is hiring. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. So we're coming to the conclusion of episode 153. Your boy feels like crap. I can't wait to hit the stop button, go home, edit these episodes, and just lay down and relax, nap. man. Uh, it's just going to watch Power just, again? Just, just lay down. No, nah, I'm not going to watch it again. I, I, I just wanted to watch it twice. Normally, I watch it more than once just to come right. in here with fresh uh, content to speak on it. But so much happened last night. Like It was like, whoa, you can't forget about none of this stuff that happened. But yeah, nope. man. This was episode 153 of the podcast, brothers. Um, like and share the episode. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Share it with Fred. And with the gunshots on the way out. Podcast, brothers, episode 153. God damn it. And if you don't know, you now know. All streamer platforms Monday morning. Do you dig that, you bitch, you?